0: All right, Alejandro Montoya Marin. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Welcome to the show, man. So, filmmaker, <laughs> director, um, and just recently uh, tested positive for COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Like myself, I, I tested positive in January, so that was it was a it was a bitch. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, with that added, tell me a little bit more about who you are, what you do, what you've been up to. Besides, yeah, COVID is not a, a, a big.
1: Part of who I am, but it's just an extension of who I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My name is Alejandro Montoya. I'm a writer director, uh, first gen, first gen Mexican American. uh, That yeah, I've I've had a couple (laughs) of short. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) I've got a couple of short (laughs) films and feature films, and just trying to uh, get some projects out there for people to enjoy.
0: So, so uh, yeah. COVID positive directing directing a film from an iPad remotely.
1: Fuck, that was horrible, what? man.
0: <laughs> What's that like?
1: Fuck, horrible. I I um it's I was only prepared because my DP and I like literally knew the shot list front and back. We talked about the schematics. We talked about how what camera was gonna be where, where this was gonna lead. Like, if we were less prepared, I would have fallen on my face completely, but Thanks to the crew, the preparation and, and just, you know, like bite the bullet and go with it. Like we were able to finish and I'm, I'm very excited about this project because I feel it's like it might be our strongest project.
0: Awesome. All from an iPad, all remote.
1: All from an <laughs> iPad. Yeah. I had, I, I actually, can I upload a picture to you? You can do a screen share
0: and I Check can. Check this out. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm gonna send you a picture right now because I was taking pictures of um, how I was doing this. And it's, I have like a screen where I can see what the camera is capturing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I have uh, somebody on a phone that was that was having me live the whole time so I can hear uh, what's going on on set and, and trying to gauge, there it is, and trying to gauge like the atmosphere so then I can proceed with that kind of like learning of like okay so people are tired let's go to inserts instead or you know just to gauge how the set works so um definitely have you have to have more cameras and more to complete the the, the senses. you know what i mean if you mm-hmm. if you're going to be there you need to hear listen feel the set and if you're not there i think uh, the more angles you have the better
0: yeah i can't i can't imagine where so you're you're where are you based in
1: i'm in albuquerque new mexico Al-
0: New Mexico, New Mexico. Let me ask you a question. Do you know Andre Lapionic? I don't. No? Okay. Because he's an actor. He's out there and he's an actor. And he's also a writer-director. He just finished a short film that he posted to, uh, what was it? Santa Fe. Oh, the
1: Santa Fe Film Festival.
0: Yeah. Let me double check nice. this. Uh, yeah, the Santa Fe Film Festival. Okay. Yep. yep. So, yeah, I mean, um, me and him were working for a while together. A lot of a lot of, a lot of, projects. He, and, and he's out there. Did you email it to me, this picture? Do me a favor. Do you can you 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 can do a screen share. If you go to screen share, you can just uh, share the pic.
1: Yeah. No, I put it in their chat room. If you go to the chat room, oh, the chat. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, that. Well, in that case, I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's take a look at this thing. All right. That. That. Oh, I see. You got a Mac. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like, who doesn't? Like, if you're in film, you have to have a Mac, right? You have to. Um,
1: I sent you another one. All
0: right. Let's see if I can somehow unfuck this situation. You know, my setup, this might take me a while. Do me a favor. So open up the pictures on your computer, and then... Um. Oh, so yeah, like uh, open them up in, in whatever program, probably Preview, if you double tap on those files, and then and then uh, go to Screen Share and share only that app. Sorry, um, to, sorry to make you do more work.
1: Let's see. Hang on, because I don't know if I got that.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm an I'm an idiot. I can do it. I got. It. I, I I think I can do it. Okay. Like that? Oh no, I got you now. Yep. All right, that looks great. Yeah, man. Wow. So basically, this is the camera that was there the whole time. Mm-hmm.
1: So I can see what's behind the frame. And then this was what's in front of the frame. And then this is well, that was me. <laughs> so I uh
0: so yeah, so they so they threw up so they threw up so did they share so did they share thinking of Zoom, did they share the 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 playback as like a camera dialed into Zoom, Yes. and then there, were, and then there was somebody else dialed into Zooms on Not a Zoom, on but a... As, a,
1: as a FaceTime.
0: Okay, so, okay, wow. Yeah. So one thing, so one thing was on Zoom, and another thing was on FaceTime.
1: Yes, and I had it both on my screen, so that's why I took the picture, so you can see that I'm seeing this. This is how I communicate with them, and then this is also another way I can communicate with with like the crew. crew. And I was yeah. like, "Hey, we needed to go wider," or or etc. Yeah, and then I was on the phone like the whole time,
0: and you had a mask on the whole time.
1: <laughs> and I had a mask, and I had a mask.
0: And you got to yeah, you got to be safe, man. You got to be hey, safe. Man. You, you yeah, never know, exactly. even in isolation. Now that's awesome, man. It looks great. So uh, how would how would you how would you say you've been impacted? Uh, you know, the past year. I mean, because of COVID. Oh man, so many
1: things just. A changed, we were gonna go into production for two feature films and that put a stop to it. Um, we were gonna screen our feature film Millennium Bugs, which we crowdfunded and worked for a year for it. And then we were gonna screen at South by Southwest and that went kaput. Um, so we went and did the whole virtual film festival experience with Dances with Films and um, uh, Soho International Film Festival and others. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea just because you know there's I don't know I I, I wasn't a hundred percent on the experience I feel like a lot of it has to do with you seeing the movie in the theater and not having your phone blow up or your kids scream at you or you know what I mean like yeah so I mean we have to do what we have to do to to continue to deliver projects and and, and keep creating but I mean I've I've been under the, not under the impression, but I've been uh, very adamant about if I wasn't going to go nuts during this year because I didn't know it was going to be a year. I thought it was three months and then look at where we are. We're we're a year and a month in. In
0: in March of 2020, they were saying two weeks and then it turned into like three months and then it turned into a fucking, you know, over a year. It's a year. So
1: it's going to be another year.
0: Sorry? It's going to be another year.
1: Oh yeah. And, and I think the best advice I gave myself and it's not even advice to myself is just stay busy, just stay yeah. busy or else you're going to go nuts. You're in a, you're in a two bedroom apartment. You can't really go out and see people. Even though I traveled by driving, I never fl- I haven't flown. Um, just because I have a lot of family members that are, um, that are older, like my grandpa's still alive. I have a bunch of his brothers still alive and uncles and I, you know, I, I, we, we, we shouldn't be um as egocentric as we've seen a lot of people be but right that's them i care about my grandfather my parents and elderly people so i uh i've tried to stay uh indoors and and when i go out it's very remotely and driving and just a couple of people in our bubble you know although mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah, I mean, there was a yeah. You know, for me, there was a there was a number of projects I had in the can, so I just spent like the first couple months editing. But I I, I think it was probably you know, end of March I decided just to do this. I knew everything was going to drop. Everything was dropping, mm-hmm. and you know everything was canceling. So me and some colleagues tried this whole podcasting twice before pre COVID. Tried to do like this whole virtual, you know, bringing in FaceTime and. Google Hangouts and Skype, like this, it was a terrible, terribly technically improficient type of setup we had. And now since of course we're quarantined, then it was like, what's a hundred bucks for, you know, a premium zoom account or whatever. And we just started knocking it out and it's, you know, it was this and there was a, there was a couple of the passion projects. I was just finally putting gift wraps on. And, 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 and yeah. And it was just writing, writing and prepping and prepping. And then finally, you know, I did. I, I finally got out on set a couple of times. Yeah. And, th- and then I got COVID in January. Oh, in January. Yeah. And so then, of course, there was that whole isolation, and then a couple, of, and then, and but by but by that time, I already got my second shot.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, I still haven't gotten my first one.
0: I got my second shot. Plus, having had it, it's like, well, you know. And my whole family had it. My wife and, and baby boy had it. The baby boy kicked it before the rest of us. We suffered through it. What was what was the, what was the, so you're, how, how far along are you? You said you had like two, three days left or something.
1: Oh, I got two days left of my isolation. I just, I literally just spoke like 10 minutes ago with the New Mexico department of health because they, they call in and check. And I told them the worst part was, I mean, I started getting it pretty heavy when I was on directing. Cause I got, I got headaches and my back was killing and, Yo. I didn't get a fever, you know, um, I didn't get a fever. I, oh, okay. I, I, uh, gratefully, thankfully didn't get, uh, symptoms like a lot of the poor souls, like the half a million that passed away. So I consider myself lucky, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not fun. I, I took care of myself the whole year and, you know, because we, ha- we, we have to go to work. Like, yeah. it's, you know, if, I, if not, I can't, you know, we can't pay for rent. We can't pay for food. So that was one of the reasons. Uh, that's the reason why we got it. We just, you know, we went out working and, and uh, yeah, we, we, my, my fiance and myself have been uh, locked up in, in the house. Like I haven't left the house since last Monday, not this Monday, but the last one. Mm-hmm. I've been here. Uh, and by next Tuesday, uh, the lady, the doctor that called me said that I should be okay to resume to go out and do things.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, the, for me, the aches and the chills are the most yeah. excruciating. The pain—it's like the, someone the beats you up.
1: I explained it. I just—I just sent an email saying that it feels like if you're Joe Pesci at the end of Casino.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, like just it really does. The the simple act of like rolling around in bed—you know how like you just kind of shift in bed—it was excruciating. Yeah. But but the biggest mind fuck was the loss of taste and smell.
1: Oh, I didn't get that.
0: You didn't get that. So I got that, man, and it was like I, I was like. You know, I drink, I drink like high octane, you know, snooty, expensive, you know, premier type beers. And mm-hmm. the wife was like, you shouldn't be drinking on COVID. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. And I take a sip and I'm like, I can't. And, and that's when it dawned on me. I can't taste or smell anything. Well, fuck it. You, you win, honey. I'm not fucking drinking because I can't taste it. I can't enjoy it. So I drink like water. I drank uh, emergency. She said that you know she hated the emergency, but I just drank it because I couldn't taste it. So it's not like it bothered me. I just kept drinking that and eating cliff yeah. bars and just <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to fucking eat anything. I didn't want to drink not a, anything. Of the cliff bars. And well, shit. If you lost your sense of taste and smell, you wouldn't fucking care because yeah. it was just
1: <laughs> you just taste whatever.
0: Yeah, you didn't taste anything. It tastes like cardboard or whatever. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean that's awesome. I think with do you have kids? Do you guys have kids? No, we don't. No. Okay. So I think what what I think is awesome is like adding, you know, I can see a lot of these films, you know, especially yours where, you know, half of it, if not all of it was remotely directed. And then maybe during the credits, you know, a lot of films put like these little outtakes, little BTS in the credits. And that's, and that's really going to make a lot of films stand out. And it's like, wow, this film was good. This film was great. This film was okay, but they still pulled it off and throwing in, you know, all these BTSs of like half the, you know, half the people were remote. The director even had to be remote for this film, for that film, for the other film. And, and, uh, you know, like a lot of past, you know, a lot of previous guests on on this podcast, we were talking about, uh, you know, Zoom audio, this and webcam that. And I'm like, that's a staple of the time. This is, you know, these things we're going to look back and be like, we had great conversations, It was the content was there, but the shitty webcams, these, these panels, these picture in picture type of, you know, the way my, the way my show is, you know, graphically set up, it was, it's a staple of the time. And in a year or two, I might have people in a studio sitting down across from each other. Like, you know, most podcasts did have, you know, prior to quarantine, but it's like, this is a staple of the time and throwing in those little extra tidbits at the end of your film and maybe other filmmakers doing that, it just shows like they still pulled it off it's a staple of the time it's like it's phenomenal i think it's just showing perseverance the couple of sets that i were on you know every they found a way to cut the straps off the masks and put this uh, medical glue and pinch it was, it was it was it was those masks that had that little metal band yeah, and then this, the thing so when they're shooting behind these people they're shooting my front and they're shooting behind those people those people have like a little bit of medical glue on the metal band then they pinch it and pinch it on their nose but you can't see nothing from the back and so they they still have like this small little mask on and i'm doing my lines and when they switch cameras i put mine on the and and, and some people that are and, and so they weren't doing a super wide with everybody in the shot they might do like kind of like this third of the room they'll take their masks off somebody might do some lines and then they do the other side and it's really working around this thing and, and really still making everything work and everything yeah, come no, together. Good. Yeah. Good, good idea. Yeah. It was, I mean, and then, there was, and then there was another, and then there's another thing I was working on it Was it was just me. It was a teleprompter thing. Um, the crew was kind of far away. They had on masks and I would take my mask off, do the teleprompter for about 30 minute gig. And then that's it. Put my mask back on, wrap, I mean, the pay rates are the pay rates are great nowadays. If they if you're if you're if people are willing to like go out, go go to their studio, go to, go yeah. to the fields, man. The pay rates are great right now, so <laughs> it's awesome. Especially, it's if, it's awesome. Okay. yeah. If someone got if someone got that shot, if, if someone got the second shot, if someone's had it, then they probably have the antibodies, so they're going to be immune to it again. And if they're willing to like you know go out take that risk, yeah. I mean, I, I am now. The wife's like, okay. Uh, I mean. <laughs> wash your hands obviously you're going to shower wash your hands wash your clothes because you still there's always still some of that uncertainty oh yeah but still at the same time it's like uh go out there now and take advantage of it so
1: of course no yeah i I think it's like the first thing i'm going to do is drive to go see my parents because i haven't seen them over a year so that's the first thing i want to do is just go see my my mom and dad you know it's been a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were pretty safe. I've had my parents over a number of times. Her parents have come over quite a bit um, as of late to help out. Now that, now that and, they, and, I, and they started getting their shots. And so the, the grandparents aren't so concerned anymore. And then since we already had it, it's like it's not like, it's not like we can pass it to them from ourselves. Now, if we go out, you can still get it on you but since you're someone might be immune to it now or not as affected by it if you could have it on you and then you could pass it to somebody that way but yeah i mean it's it's just been it's a mind it's it's a mind fuck i mean
1: it's 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 been a trap it's been in a it's a travesty man it really is it's it's a a lot of people you know have passed uh, passed away and it's been a, a an event that's changed the world completely like the way we behave interact shoot movies shop fucking. Yeah. i mean imagine like being single and trying to fucking find love like you know like it's 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 changed everything yeah <laughs> completely
0: yeah i got a couple of friends the wife has a couple of friends and you know, I met the wife on Tinder, and just about all most of my friends, if they weren't married or dating, they they look for love on Tinder or the, or the other dating apps. Uh, her friends do, my friends do, and some of the ones that are still single, you know, they say like it's really lonely, it sucks, and they're doing like these Skype meetups, and then they got to do, I guess they're doing COVID tests to like and then show the COVID test. I don't know how that's working.
1: I mean, I'm, that's I'm, fair, like you know, like I yeah. they they know you have COVID? But. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I... Either I'm I'm, I'm old. I'm 39. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm too old, I think, to, like, get back on the dating. Like, how the fuck... Like, I can't... I don't stand a chance to Tinder. You know? I don't stand a chance. Like, you got all these, like, fucking buffed-ass dudes, and I'm just like... I you need to hang out with me for a couple of hours to see that I you know I can chat. and I'm charming. Other oh, than that,
0: hey, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. It, it's all about like you can be charming in that headline on, on the dating app. You could be charming, I
1: and mean, somehow I, say, I somehow
0: I pulled it off. I'm I'm. I, here's here's an example. If you have to, how many
1: characters do you have to, to be charming? In for, that
0: headline, bro. I forgot, man. I met the wife on Tinder f- five years ago, maybe. Never looked back.
1: Like what could I say?
0: but (laughs) fun hey listen (laughs) and and, and, you know like i I, we're about the same age we're about the same age but i think i was we're about the same age but i think i was like 35 or 36 i don't know i was 34 when i first started using the app and then i was 36 and i met her on tinder yeah and then i just deleted the app like never looked back it's just been me and her for past four to five yeah five years now yeah five years so.
1: yeah that's nice congratulations
0: thank you man thank but hey, you Tinder, know.
1: Write That write, <laughs> email this guy there's a fucking positive story there
0: promotional content exactly. yeah absolutely exactly. absolutely so so okay moving past COVID you know you got a couple of days yeah you, know, you got a couple more days in isolation or what have you but what's next on the agenda what's What's the next set of goals? What's next on the agenda, say, six months to a year from now for Alej- for, for Alejandro Montoya Marin?
1: Six months to a year, dude, there's several, man. Well, first off is um, we're currently working on two short films that we, um, one of them is, is being sound designed, and the one that we, that I did remotely is uh, starting, like, they just picked up the hard drive and They're going to start importing and we're going to start editing it because we want to have both short films done by summer so then we can start submitting to film festivals and hopefully turning one uh, or both into a feature film. They're more than anything, they're like proof of concept so you Mm -hmm. can see a different kind of scale of budget and theme. Like one's a dark comedy, one's a thriller. Excuse me. Um, So we're just trying to show not only diversity, like one of them is very female oriented, where the other one, the, the leads are men. We're trying to show variety and we're trying to show that, um, that our production company and I as a director can uh, hopefully tackle multiple genres uh, to you know, get more work. And, and, and like in an attempt of, of, of continuing to be busy, I, um, I released my first graphic novel, which I have right here, which is a, it's a straight sequel. To the Rebel Without a Crew movie that I did. Okay. So just creating them, man. Like, I'm yeah. trying to, like, I just premiered this like two days ago. Awesome. And um, just trying this, to keep the people entertained.
0: The sequel to Money? The
1: sequel to Monday.
0: Um, oh, the sequel to Monday.
1: Yes. My, my first feature film is called Monday. And then um, this takes place uh, the day right after. So it's in like a stoner action comedy with the same characters and, and if you don't, you haven't seen the movie. We include a QR code for you to watch it for free. The soundtracks you can read and listen to music as you're doing it, and then more artwork by the cre- created by Emery, which is the guy who stylized the comic book. Hell yeah! Stay That's home, awesome. stay safe, and stay entertained.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, did you did you produce that? That was that one of the quarantine one of the projects in the last? Yeah.
1: Yes, sir. I. I said, so, oh, man, it, it, it took a year. It took a year in production because usually comic books, I mean, the bigger budgets, they have a whole team. And and it was just him and I. Like, And he lives in, I think it's Sweden? He's okay. going to hate me. I don't remember. Sorry, dude. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's in Europe, so we would have to call each other when, oh, hey, it's 2 p.m. here, it's 9 p.m. over there, and then go through it and see, okay, will this sell – this cell is going to be like this. Maybe it'll take more. And then, okay, oh, you put the sound right there? So it gives you indications when you're reading what song to play on your Spotify list. Well, it, that's cool. It's, it's a thank you, man. It was an, it's an adventure. And I feel that if we weren't able to go and shoot a movie and you want to tell a story, there's other formats.
0: And that, that's an idea that I've never thought of to where you have a cue to, to play a track on Spotify.
1: I usually do that with my scripts like every script that I write I know it's not right and I know it's not professional and all those fucking Hollywood bigwigs can frown upon it but I usually put music in the scripts because I want to I want to help the reader get into the vibe that I will be like kind of creating when we're when we're doing the movie, because I, I I usually start the movie with a a specific set of songs, mm-hmm. and as the script develops, I start taking songs that th- just don't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. So a so,
1: big part of it.
0: No, 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 and absolutely. Uh, when I was in college, I was really like experimenting, you know. Like when I was in high school, I didn't know jack shit about filmmaking, and you know, I thought you know, a bunch of stuff was one way and finally getting to college and you start getting the structure, you start getting the formula, you start getting the ABCs of it. Mm-hmm. But just like uh, you, you hit the nail on the head for me, you know, I would hear a song. I'm like, that's great for this soundtrack. So yeah. I would make, I would make these Tim, I called them Tim CDs, theme, idea, mood. And it was like, Tim, T. I. M. Tim CDs. Yeah, and so there was one film that actually got finished, and because I made a Tim CD, and then somebody wanted to produce music for it, and I said, "Okay, here's the Tim CD. Do not copy it. I want you to listen to it a couple of times overnight. It's not a copyright issue. I just don't want you to make a copy of this on your own computer." He goes, "Why?" It's like, just trust me. Don't. It's not even a copyright issue. It's just a burnt CD of random songs, but listen to it in the order and read the script in that order. Yeah. And, and he didn't make a copy of it. I'm like, okay, give it back to me now. Now, based that- <laughs> now, so, now so you still have the script, right? Yeah. But I want the CD back, and I want you to make the score. You already heard it. I don't want you to be able to go back to my CD now. Uh-huh. You've heard it. Uh, you know, music composer, the, the music composer, the, uh, the music arranger, whatever. Uh, the, based on what you've heard and based on the best, the best of your recollection, now compose because I don't want you to straight copy yeah. you know, uh, 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 a Billy Idol song or a, or a Miley Cyrus song or a ACDC song or whatever the case. Now just go and make, now read the script, and you kind of have like this rough idea of what inspired me, yeah. but I want you to make something. Now, as you as the artist, I don't want you to straight copy this. That's why I didn't want you to copy it. Now I will have it. And then once you made the score for that film, that's that Tim CD gets burnt, shredded, thrown in the trash, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because we have now the true score to that film. And that was like this process I came up with. Um, just because like you, yeah, I would hear, you know, a freaking, you know, Rage Against the Machine song and I would come up with this fight scene in my head. Yeah. Or I would hear this ACDC song and I would come up with this car chase in my head, this foot chase, this whatever. And, and yeah. all these different and all these different scenes from all you know a lot of EDM nowadays. But all these different scenes and all these different you know moments in my head is what would come up. I would have someone listen to that track, once or twice. You kind of you, you kind of get the idea of where I'm coming from with this. Okay, yeah. cool. Give me that CD back. Well, I was not well. That's what I was saying with the the sound the the, nice. the music yeah. producer and I would yeah. say. Now you get my theme, my idea, yeah. my mood. Give now me that CD.
1: Go create something in the same vein.
0: Give me, my, uh, give me my CD back. But I want you to also be the, yeah. the music producer, the, the, the music composer. I want him to also be inspired. But not only that.
1: creative input, of course. But,
0: but his, but then he kind of has that taste in his mind. But really, go off the script and do your thing. But you got a little bit of taste in your mind from what inspired the script. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some of those scenes, so on and so forth. So yeah, I couldn't agree more like that, like a soundtrack. But the music that's on Spotify for your graphic novel, is it is that other is it other people's track or is it original music written for the for the oh, it's other people's track? Yeah. That's cool. No, that's still cool.
1: It's just basically songs that I that I would have, that I, when I was, when because I wrote the script, I wrote the feature, the sequel feature film, and then we couldn't get it financed because, well, we did, but the person, first time filmmaker, investor and in film doesn't, you know, didn't know how to, how it works. Yeah. So she got like, oh, well, I don't want to do this anymore. And we're like, okay, I just wrote a whole script. Fuck. So when this happened, I was like, Either I could go back and do it super indie, and I said, you know what? Let's just create it into a comic book and changed like it's 50% of the script that I shot that I actually wrote, and um, but I didn't want I didn't want it to just be like 20 pages, so we did 80 pages, 80 pages, so at least people you know get their uh, get you know the bang for their buck. Um, but yeah, we changed a little bit of the plot. We kept the we put music to help the 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 energy flow through page Mm -hmm. one and two and i'm i'm really happy with it man i'm it's it's not the best comic book out there but i mean as a comic book lover since Mm -hmm. i was like four i it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to have one at least one You, you know
0: so since you mentioned it are you watching wandavision
1: i am not I know, yep. I'm just as a comic book lover, I got to say I'm tired of comic book movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never, I'm just, man. like okay. Never. <laughs> Kevin 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 Feige figured it out. He figured it out, man. I He's mean, a genius,
1: man. He's some genius. of
0: this, you know, some of the Fox X-Men's uh, okay, and 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 um, you know, obviously, you know, uh some of the Spider-Men's, yes, some of the Spider-Men's no, but yeah. Kevin Feige is batting 25 for 25 right now. Uh, or whatever it is, what is it, 20, 30 for 30 right now. He's batting 30 for 30. And, uh, yeah, WandaVision's going going to some places, man. Are, are you, like, are you all caught up with, like, all the MCU movies all the way up to Endgame? You're all caught up?
1: Yeah, I saw those. Like, I, like, I, hey, man, I, I saw the movie. I saw the majority of them in theaters. I saw Batman 89 in theaters. I saw the Batman movies in theaters. So the Superman one, not the Christopher Reeves ones, of course. But, no, I'm a huge comic book um Yep. I mean, I went to DC. Co- I have a bunch right here. Like, I, I I like to collect physical copies and stuff. I just, I um, I'm just a little burnt out by comic book movies. They all kind of feel the same. They all end up. They all kind of. You know when you know when you're like watching the show and you're okay. Thirty seconds. This episode is done because you can see how they're ramping up and how mm-hmm. they're. I don't know. I just feel like it's I don't fault anyone to watch it if you watch it great this is this is awesome but i don't know man i i i i'm still gonna watch certain movies of course like am i gonna watch the justice league one yeah am i dying to watch it no
0: the snyder cut
1: yeah i'll watch it i'll watch it i'm a batman fan i love dc but i mean do we need it no we don't we i just feel like we they're just here 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 consume consume consume
0: that's a good point Yeah.
1: You know, and, I
0: tell you, yeah, I will tell you though, man, the, the eighty nine, the the Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Batman, that was life changing. Oh, amazing! That was mind altering. Yep.
1: There he is. Yeah. No, amazing. I, I I I trust me. I love them. I respect them. I still buy comic books. I Iron Man. My, my favorite Marvel movies um, is uh, the you know uh, Iron Man, Winter Soldier, and Infinity Wars. Yeah. But I started getting ticked off when. You know, I think we're very impatient right now. And this is someone who has AD, whatever you call it. I don't know, uh, ADHD, ADAD. Yep. I, AD, AD
0: Yep. ADD, ADHD, yep.
1: Yeah, I have it old school, man. I was a riddling kid, so I get it. <laughs> but when you finish Infinity War and everyone dies... And then immediately they go, but Spider-Man is coming back in two years. It's like, well, that defeats the purpose, man. There's yeah. no more functionality. There's just like, oh, okay. Like, why do we need a, the Scarlett Johansson movie when she died? Oh, because this is before.
0: Oh, okay. Pretty cool. Yeah, well, you okay. know, there's, a, there's this huge puzzle. And, and, and I, I, I agree what you're saying to an extent. Even someone said to me, you know, how are you going to sit there and watch 30, 40, 50 hours? of these movies, you know, like, what do you, and I'm like, if you can sit there on Netflix and watch The Office from beginning to end on Netflix, then you can sit there and you can watch the MCUs in order from beginning to end. You can.
1: I I am not shitting on the MCU at all. On the contrary, like I said, I think Infinity Wars is better than Endgame. Like, I loved Infinity War. I was like, there we go. Holy shit. Like, I'm intrigued
0: Mm -hmm. because,
1: but, but I mean, just, Trust me, Feige, Alejandro Montoya. (laughs) But like, why kill all the new ones? Why kill Black Panther, Spider Man, all the ones that are having brand new fucking franchises? Like, I'm not a smart man, but I can tell. Like, well, they'll come back. You know what I mean? Why not kill Iron Man, Captain America? Everyone was contracts were up, and then you're like, oh, that's the way it ends.
0: I don't know. You're right and you and you're right because at the very end they started average, right away they started advertising movies of people that yeah died and and that's that was the big mistake and you and probably that's, that that was probably a disney push like advertise 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 and you know maybe some maybe maybe some people should have put their foot down but it's kind of hard to do that with disney but like exactly. no man because you're absolutely right freaking who the hell was it it was winter soldier it was uh, Groot. It was, uh, yeah, yes, Black, Star
1: Black Panther. Star-Lord,
0: Star-Lord, Star-Lord dusted away, too. Yeah. And, and Spider-Man. But we know. Brand new
1: coming off of his first film.
0: Right. But then it's like on IMDb at these Comic-Cons, they're announcing more movies with them in it. And even as a fan, even as a watcher, you know they're going to bring them back somehow. But you just don't know who and how. So at least artistically, creatively, leave it a mystery. Even though every average Joe knows there's going to be a sequel, every average Joe knows, of course, the good guys are going to come back and win. Everybody knows that, yeah. but at least creativity, at least creatively and story wise, leave it a mystery. You as the illusion
1: to, that this could be the end. Like you know, at you least, least the illusion. Superman didn't wasn't going to die forever, but they fucking didn't touch Superman for a year. Yeah. Like, it's just little stuff like that that I'm... So, you know, like, um, now they're like, oh, Hugh Jackman might come back as Wolverine. I'm like, why? You just, you did the most beautiful send off in yes. Logan. Like, we're okay. We don't need yeah. another Wolverine movie. Like, we just finished it.
0: Maybe somebody else playing them, popping up. And... Sure. But we even, we really don't even need that. Just a whole bunch of new mutants. Like, the new mutants, and I actually like that movie. The New Mutants. It was I actually, it was, I actually was entertained by it. It was scary, but it was yeah. well done. And 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 maybe it took them, you know, three more years to unfuck the movie, whatever was wrong with it. But whatever they put out was good, and those can be the New Mutants. Like it's called. They are the New Mutants. It doesn't have to be Wolverine and Storm over and over and over and over and over again. Apparently, rumor has it Rogue's going to be one of the villains villains in Captain Marvel two. It's like why, man? She's been done before. Let's use a New Mutant
1: honestly it's i think it's um i mean but what do i know dude i mean maybe i mean clearly there's people eating all this up so i'm i might be no i am I'm, I'm i'm not in touch with 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 people now like i just saw the cruella the Ville slash joker trailer i'm like do we need another cruella the Ville movie like how she became cruella the Ville. i'm like right. the movie's not for me okay cool but, I mean, why not create a new character,
0: man? Is that a prequel origin story, Corella Deville?
1: So it's, uh, no one liked her. Everyone picked on her. So she became evil. It's literally oh, boy. all the standards of, like, becoming a villain. You know, the world doesn't understand me. Uh, yeah. There's something good that comes out of this. And then you think life's going to be the same. And then that person betrays you, which drives you down the downward spiral. And you paint yourself. And now you're a new identity.
0: So it's like... It's like what they did with Melissa, Maleficent, Maleficent, where it was focusing on her and why she would want to put Sleeping Beauty to sleep.
1: Yeah. It's, or whatever. It's the same. It's the same thing. Um, uh, cool. I mean, shit, it looks good. Like, that's the thing. Everything looks good now. But I don't know about you, but I just, I feel like, um, like an absent of attachment to certain projects. Like, I watch it. I'm like. Yeah, that looks good, but I emotionally didn't give a shit. Right. You know, like, that's just, that's just, maybe it's the abundance of stuff. And 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 I am looking forward to other things. And sometimes some other things I'm not looking forward to. Like, I really want to see that King Kong Godzilla movie. Yeah. Do we need it? No. But are you looking forward to it? Yep. Yes, I am. <laughs> and
0: listen, man, Godzilla 1 was good. Godzilla yeah. was good. Godzilla was good.
1: That king kong the king kong, kong
0: Skull island was dope
1: yeah that was so much fun
0: yeah so much and, then, fun. and then it was godzilla king of the monsters was the second one that was good like i enjoyed was, them it was good yeah i enjoyed and it then, and then uh yeah so now it's going to be godzilla versus king kong or something like that like let's do it watch and, it I, I'm, I'm down because they, yeah. they're doing they're are they doing what what universe is this it's not is it the monster verse because everyone's Not- everyone's trying to do cinematic universes now. Because I know Universal is trying to do the Dark Universe, <laughs> which was Monsters, and they started with a mommy Tom Cruise again with flopped. what
1: we're talking about. Like, dude, does, does everything need a new universe? Does everything need a universe?
0: So, yes and no. Because how many different Jokers are we going to get? And why do I give a shit? But if if Joaquin Phoenix's Joker ties into the DCEU, then I care. Yeah. So, it's uh, there was a a better example I had, but it was like uh, now Jared Leto's Joker's gone, but if Jared Leto's Joker was actually uh, uh, one of the Robins, which was what the rumor was, Mm -hmm. and then that ties into the Joaquin Phoenix, then that, then Jared Leto's Joker has deeper, more powerful meaning, and I care more. But if it's just a different Joker and a different Joker, but 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 they're all just Joker with no tie-ins to the other Jokers, then I don't care. Is because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is not Heath Ledger's Joker, but Heath Ledger's Joker is not Jared Leto's joke Jared Leto's joke, and Christian Bale's Batman is not the same as Ben Affleck's Batman, who might be the same as uh who who or Robert Pattinson's Batman might be a younger Ben Affleck's Batman. But which Batman do I give a fuck about, and why? when you care like. But see, right. I, no, but I, but I care about Iron Man because of what Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man went through for 10 movies.
1: Exactly. And
0: that is the art. These actors now have to sign up for like, you know, 10, 15 years and they had to like behave in a certain way outside. That's the gig. I mean,
1: but it's worth for like $10 million, I'm sure.
0: $10 million a flick, but. But also, they're creating not only individual movies you can like or dislike. They're creating a series, yes, and they're yeah. creating they're creating this whole universe that you might care or might that you might care more about. Because Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, fantastic movie. You know, uh, uh, Robert, yeah, the MCU's Tony Stark went through some shit from Iron Man one to Iron Man two to Avengers to three to Avengers to all the other to Civil War. And so then you realize, you know, six movies down the line. Spoiler alert: six movies, seven movies down the line. Winter Soldier is who is who killed Howard Stark and, and Tony's mom, and that was such a powerful movie because of what you saw seven movies ago. But mm-hmm. it's like Joker in the Joker is a different Bruce Wayne and a different Thomas Wayne that got shot. Then in, in the Batman v Superman's flashback, but is that flashback the same? And it's a different actor playing him. Is that flashback the same as from Batman Begins? I'm not caring enough, but if it was, if they, if somehow they said, yes, it's the same Batman that Affleck's playing, it's just a different character because Christian Bale just wasn't tied contractually, Mm -hmm. but it's the same universe, I care more. And that's why this whole universe thing matters now. At the same time, people are just jumping on this. Let's do universes. Let's do universes. But the the the, the girl from um, Stranger Things that was in the second Godzilla movie, if she's in this movie, and I think Sam Jackson, spoiler alert again, I think Sam Jackson died in Kong Skull Island. But I think, was it Tom Hiddleston that was in it? Yeah. Kong, but if Tom Hiddleston and... Uh, Allison and then, or... What's her name what, from Stranger? Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, Captain Marvel was in it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Brie Larson.
1: That
0: one, yeah. And and then and then oh, what's her name from Maisie something Maisie something from Stranger Things? And she was in. If those three characters all come together in Godzilla versus King Kong, I care more. Yeah. Right. And so that's like this trick with this universe thing. That's the creativity behind it. Is that if if Jack, you know, Jack Nicholson's Joker died. In in the 90, uh, but but then Heath Ledger's, but then but then if you're a super you know like you probably know this being a super comic buff, that you know eventually Batman got a mother box and asked it and the and the mother box told him yeah there's actually three different Jokers that you have dealt with your entire life, and so they can play on that in the universe. But isn't that what Marvel's doing? But Marvel start Marvel started and never broke and never broke, except for- Oh yeah,
1: exactly. That's why I'm saying it's like, guys, then don't copy them. Do your own shit. Just don't copy, because no one's gonna be able to do the exactly thing that Marvel did. Marvel did it innovatively, very smart, meticulously. They cared about the project. Like you can tell when someone cares about the project, like Marvel, like Feige cares about Marvel, whereas you see Alex, what's his name from uh, the Star Trek, That he doesn't care about Star Trek. You know, it's like you can tell the difference. There's mm-hmm. care and love and patience put into this. That's why I'm saying it's like I don't think that we should. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but I don't think people should keep copying the Marvel uh schematic because it didn't it hasn't worked for them.
0: Yeah, and 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 they chose and so Feige chose to take some B characters that they that Marvel said writes to, yeah. you know, Iron Man. I never really knew shit about Iron Man before Downey's Iron Man. Yeah. Um except the A little, well, the very basics because Cal Ripken from the Baltimore Orioles, they always called him the Iron Man. And then they started doing references to the comic book superhero with him and how he just, he kept playing after playing in every game, you know, it's probably going to be impossible to beat his game streak record, Cal Ripken's, but they yeah. called him, but they called him the Iron Man. And I then when they he started he throwing, before. you know, when they started doing like some, um, Propaganda, not propaganda, but just you know, like the marketing for Cal Ripkin. They always referred to the comic character, and they started throwing some of that comic stuff in there. Yeah, and so I always, so years ago before Iron Man came out, I kind of knew who Iron Man was, but it's like uh, that movie that he chose a B, B-list beless character and made a movie and had a, maybe a sequel planned out, and it was no, such a it was
1: just the one.
0: Or just the one. I mean, I think they just banked on the one, and but it, but, then, but, but
1: then there's John Favreau, like the guy puts care, and puts after, care. You know, they, they, it's the whole thing. They Marvel cares, loves, knows the thematic, has the patience, has the resources.
0: Like they did it perfectly, mm-hmm. perfectly. And 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 look at Mandalorian. I mean, John Favreau's oversight over the Mandalorian, like it and was. And the Mandalorian was probably better than some of the sequel trilogy. Uh, Star Wars fan. Yeah.
1: And I'm also like, well, I mean, do we need this other show? Do we need seven more shows? Uh, I
0: mean, well, I mean, me. after me. the Mandalorian, I'm looking forward to you know Book of Eli. Uh, not Book of Eli. I'm looking. I'm looking towards the Book of Boba Fett. You know is that the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or? Oh, Mandalorian. Fett? Mandalorian. I
1: got Boba Fett in the other room.
0: I mean, listen, I'm I'm looking forward to the book of the book of Boba. Yeah. Or the book of Boba Fett, whatever they're calling. I'm looking forward to it because. They did well with the Mandalorian, and that's what Feige and Favreau did start did well starting, the MCU, yeah, and and, and still to this day, even WandaVision now these Disney Plus series, WandaVision is good so far. It's fantastic. I think I'm all caught up, and it's been an amazing hell of a ride. It's been awesome. No complaints. Hey
1: man, so, and, <laughs>
0: and 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 again, you have like these bickerings, like where does the Netflix Marvel shows fit in? did they fit in it's just it's just such a freaking it's like
1: i got to say man um i loved daredevil
0: like yeah. i really season 3 is
1: not talked yeah. about um enough not talked about as often as it should just the,
0: well so season good. nothing could top season 2
1: i love 3 like i think 3 is the best one i loved okay. 1 and 2 don't get me wrong but i just really like I think they did it well where he, it took him three fucking episodes to get out of the dirt. Cause he is just so in, in defeat and failing several times. Like I, I don't, you know, like if, if the, if the superhero trains for a montage of two minutes and then goes back and kicks his ass, well, what's the, what's the threat?
0: Mm-hmm. He hasn't
1: broken, but I thought in three, especially the character of bullseye was my favorite. Yeah. I fucking loved him and Kingpin. Like, more than, the, more than the heroes were the villains.
0: Yeah, it, it got pretty dark in the third season. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I love the Punisher. I love the Punishers. Jessica Jones was a bit dark. I mean, I, I appreciated Je- Jessica Jones. They finally fixed Iron Fist with the second season. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and the Punishers. Exciting. Luke Cage, I mean, Luke Cage was definitely a unique, you the know. The
1: world they created in Luke yeah. Cage. And the, I really liked that. Yeah. A lot.
0: Yeah, but... I think finally, you know, Luke Cage started getting more badass in the second, because listen, I mean, we always want to see some badass fight scenes. They're superheroes. They got to be having some badass fight scenes. They always had it with Daredevil. They always had it with Punisher, which Daredevil, Daredevil season two was kind of, you know, Punisher 0.5, you know. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. But I, it's just, you know, again, it's like, okay, the guy that's in charge of Marvel TV is now splitting with Feige on on this thing, the other thing. Is
1: it, is it Casada?
0: I forget. I forgot. That might be his name. Whoever it was at the time.
1: Fantastic Feige, work.
0: <laughs> Feige, him and Feige did not get along because he was a he was a colleague of Trump's, and there was the whole Trump supporter, anti-Trump dynamic there. That and they and the, and somehow Marvel TV was able to split. Yeah. And it's like, please God, doesn't Disney own it and make it just make <laughs> it work. Yeah. Because I, because at this point, it's got to be John Berthold Punisher in the MCU. At this point, it's got to be that Daredevil and that Luke Cage and that um, Kingpin.
1: like mm-hmm. Vincent
0: D'Onofrio, man. Fantastic. Chameleon. Chameleon actor.
1: Fantastic.
0: Chameleon. Like, like, there's nothing he can't do because he was like the, I think it was the governor of California in the show Ratchet, based on Nurse Ratchet. There was a Netflix show based on the nurse from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And that was a really good series, but he was such a scumbag governor, totally different from Kingpin, and then totally different from CS uh, 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 Law and Order, uh, totally Law and Order something, you know, Law and Order something, yeah, Criminal Law and intent. Order That's after hours. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, I mean, like chameleon, like, but um, you know, we're we're we're, te- we're teetering, we're teetering on the second half of february is it too late to say happy new year (laughs) yes (laughs) is it but i
1: appreciate you (laughs) and the courtesy of telling me a happy new year and i will say
0: happy new year to you too (laughs) sir well when you when you hear so for you the what's the new you what's the new year new you the new alejandro the new normal new you what, what what comes to mind for that
1: I've been working out a lot like it doesn't you can't tell on camera but I lost about eight eight pounds i've been I was going to the gym almost every day and doing cardio and lifting weights I feel that um i now I have no excuse because I'm freelancing now so I'm like if you can't muster and go to the gym for at least an hour every day then you are a lazy fuck <laughs> for me because i you know I've always been overweight all my life so that was that was my that was my, my my one thing. I'm gonna quit smoking cigarettes, and I'm going to go work out more.
0: So, during, during have you been back on set? So you got you got you got COVID, but yeah. before before you tested positive for COVID, had had you been back on set yet?
1: No, no, mm-hmm. I hadn't shot any. The last thing I shot was in uh, September, October. We shot a short film um, in Joshua Tree. And that's being sound design right now. So then after that, I hadn't been on set uh, where I was going to last week. And then because of this, I obviously, I'm not going to put my crew and my cast in any danger. I just like, fuck it, lock me in. And I haven't seen anyone. Let's leave it at that. And I'll try to do this remotely.
0: So the film that you shot in September, October, that was September, October 2020? (laughs) Okay. So during quarantine, during this last year, you had been back on set out yes. in the field shooting, yeah. but then for the second film it had to be completely remote. Yeah. Remotely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, with well, you know, with, with your, with your career and freelancing and the new you, what drives you, what's your driving force? What, what pushes you?
1: My love for film. I, I don't have a plan B. Like I, I was lucky. I was lucky to know what I wanted to be at a very young age. Mm-hmm. i i there's there's more there's it's, it's 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 how can i say this i think it's the fact that i love it so much i mean like just right off the bat i had look kill bill casablanca the shining like it's it's just a part of of, of who i am i've always loved it i've from a very, very, very young age, I I didn't know you could be a filmmaker. And then then I would either I would even though I was born in Texas, I was raised in Mexico. So, you know, you don't see a lot of Latinos make film in the United States. And now Mexico's starting to grow in the arts because the arts was a very particularly like very small in in, in the realm of what the country, you know, supports and loves. And it's very small. So I always knew that I um that if I was lucky that I was born in the States, that I had to be here at one point. And so I always kind of like geared my life to, well, I'm one day going to be in, in the U.S., so don't lose the English. Keep learning pop culture from the United States and, and do it when you just do it, Yeah, you know?
0: So yeah. that's, that's it. You know, like, and going back to Batman 89, you know, like when I was a kid, I would go see a movie and then I'd be obsessed with that character. And when I was like, you know, five, probably up to like 10, I was like, oh, I'm Batman. I'm going to live my life like Batman. I'm going to be Batman. And, or Ninja Turtles came out. And I was like, ah, I'm going to be a Ninja Turtle. And and then it's like, you know, you can't be a Ninja Turtle. But then I, but then as I matured, I realized that kind of mindset is you want to be a filmmaker. You want to be an actor. You want to create that universe and be within that universe somehow creatively. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like me and, me and buddies, we would watch movies and we would make up these sequels. We would just sit around and be like, oh, if they made a sequel, they should do this. Oh yeah. And they should do that. Like, especially, (laughs) I think, you know, what stands out is predator two with Danny Glover and they showed the aliens, the, the xenomorph alien skull, right. In the trophy room. And then everyone's thinking like aliens and predators in the same movie. Yeah. Aliens and predators. And of course, what do you know? Like fucking, 15 years, years later, later I think. Years. Yeah, it was. Fifteen yeah. years later, AVP, Alien versus Predator. And it's just dawned on me when I it dawned on me at a young age, 13, 14. It's like with all this shit that we're talking about and always doing and going around doing Nerf guns, it's like yeah. this is this is filmmaking without a camera. It's just oh, needing, yeah. you just need to become a filmmaker. And uh, and that's and that was it for me. But just my imagination, my endless imagination is like, you know, make some money off of it. And then and then the acting just turned into a way to fill in the schedule because I had a real world skill set of military and law enforcement uh, and uh, well, sort of law enforcement, military police in the military. So then there's police and then there's military. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I have that skill set basically that's my method acting right there. That's my acting school right there filling fill in the schedule. And then it, like a couple of years, it was just nothing but acting, just playing detectives and cops and and firemen and EMTs left and right. And all these different, you know, crime shows or whatever. And it was just like building on that and building on that and building on that. And, and just staying within that realm. When you say there's no plan B, I couldn't agree more with mean the plan B is still within the arena of plan A. Yeah. You know, Oh, but, but I know this technical skill of live streaming and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, remote work. I know this, I know all these technical skills of, you know, uh, routing audio cable, video cable, setting up speakers. I'll do this AV, I'll do all these AV gigs, you know, just to fill mm-hmm. in the schedule, but keep plugging away at the acting and the crew work. Oh, you know, they need an AD. Hey guys, you know I, I'm, I have to drop out on that AV gig that's in a couple of couple of months. Hey, no problem, man. Freelance life, we get it. Go on this other thing. It's the Plan B is within the Plan A. You kind of, oh, you know, you kind of have to still be it, do it smart. You know, like what is it? You know, designing T-shirts and graphic design and stuff like that. Yeah, that's still within graphic design, which is still within media, I guess, and still within creative arts or, or yeah, and
1: still and stuff that you could utilize to further your career.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And branding and promotion, and then what is this T-shirt about? Oh, check out my channel, and then things kind of progress from there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just like you, like you said, man. There's no plan B. But it's it's a bit of a gamble. I I butt heads with folks all the time. Even like, kind of dabbling in stocks. They're like, yeah, you're gambling. And I'm like, but dude, you're an you're you're a full time you're a full time artist and a craftsman. Why didn't you get into some trade like? Mechanics, or or law enforcement, or firefighting. You that, you know that person took a gamble, yeah, to, to be a you know a craftsman, uh, a uh, you know a fine art carpenter, you know, uh, you know some of the other people that I, that I've, I've yeah, talked I mean, to.
1: I just I feel like it, it's I I've, tr- I've done I've I've done manual labor like a motherfucker. I did construction. I've, I was a mover in Canada to make some bucks because I was studying film school there. Um, I've worked at telemarketing. I, you know, I've had a day job and I've never, i I've never felt as happy as I'm on set. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, and maybe it's because I'm no director, but I've done shit that where I'm not directing and I love it. It's, it's, you're creating something and you're, you're good. You're, you know, I feel that Um, I, I, I realized at a very young age that I was here to entertain people. That's it. Like I, it's, I'm the I'm the court jester, only with a little camera.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I mean? And and I love to make people laugh and I like to make people feel good and forget the horrors that are in the world. And 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 that's that's I knew what I wanted to do and I love doing it. Like it does to me staying up, you know, fifteen hour days and and, and being tired and broke because you're continuing to invest in the project to me is Tuesday.
0: Right. Yeah and 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 you know you're kind of like you're you're kind of semi old head like me but ha- have you been watching cobra kai
1: of course yeah great show
0: yeah so you know what what stood out to me and and it and it, it really spoke to me i should say and i'm going to try to find the episode it was uh it, i just watched it i'm catching up right now mm-hmm. but uh trying to go to imdb and look up the the, the quote properly if they do have the quotes see more here we go oh of course they don't have this specific quote so uh danny was danny was quoting mr miyagi you know like he was talking about how like mr miyagi gave him he didn't want to sell the he didn't want to sell the dealership mr miyagi gave him all gave him his first car and he said you should be in sales he said something like a man who a man who lives for his passion makes much makes more money than a man who lives for money yeah a man who a man who works for his passion yeah will make more money than a man who works for money
1: it's a it's a constant it's a constant battle because as you know well i don't know about you but like being a filmmaker you quit almost every month you quit every week you're like fuck it i'm done oh you know you see
0: it's, it's how, a many, whole how many times have we rescheduled this podcast because Every step forward, two steps back. It's fucking, you know, I think we, I think you and I had to reschedule. I think I know for a fact I had to reschedule at at least Mm -hmm. once, you know, oh, it snowed. It snowed. We had to reschedule three times. At least three times. Because it snowed and the daycare's closed. So I, it's Mr. Mom, Daddy daycare. And I, and, and I, I can't do a podcast with him. If he starts losing it, he starts losing it, you know? Yeah. And she's and she's teach she's a teacher so she's teaching virtually so fucking school ain't canceled there's no snow yeah. days right now for virtual te- for virtual learning, um, god there was something else, oh and then probably a bunch of COVID stuff and family COVID, and, and family stuff
1: yeah and
0: and and you know like listen I I thought this was I thought this was gonna be the greatest thing since sliced bread when quarantine first happened I'm gonna start this podcast yeah. and I've never been busier in my life. Because then the people that are do I was doing live streaming with before saw me doing the podcast. And they're like, oh, we're doing all remote live streaming events now. Yeah. Big money. You know, way better rates. And we're going to send you the gear. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I mean, because I was this close to applying for unemployment. And I, I had to do a week of unemployment here and there. Hell yeah. So I started taking paid gigs. And then it's like, holy shit. I got to. There was some podcasts that there were some podcasts that I had a bump for like these big big paid virtual remote gigs, and then there's like snow days where that the daycare is closed, I've got them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, but but like you were saying, it's like you, you quit, you almost quit every day.
1: Many times, yeah.
0: Well, you know, shit, you might even quit every day, and then and then you go and get your job back the next day <laughs> because you're, you're 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 working for yourself. It's all about the passion, but. It's a, I think it's a century old, a thousand year old saying, if you love, if you love your work, you don't work a day in your life. Yeah. And of course you got to pay the mortgage. You got to pay the power bill you got to buy groceries. So that certain number has to be met. But the the second that number is met, it's like, Hey, let's love what we do at that point. You know,
1: yeah. something I like that. Agree.
0: If there was one last point, one last bit of advice to put out there, what would that be? we we'll
1: not take no for an answer. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a first for me. Don't take no yeah. for an answer.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's great when people don't, um, I don't know if you love it and you I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying anything new, I'm not saying, but I'm saying something true. It's something that I feel. I, from get go, I've had people laugh at me. I've had people, yeah, whatever, you'll do it. And then it's, 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 it's very like something so simple that like this little comic book to me, I, you know, I was in sixth grade in sixth grade and I was in Texas be, right before we moved to Mexico and they, we had a science project and the science project. I asked the teacher, "Can I do something different instead of doing the stupid volcano and rub your hand and then put it on the thing so you can look at a microscope? It like, it's the same shit." So I told them, "Can I do an analyzation of comic books and are all comic books the same? They they follow the same trajectory? Do they?" And I um, that was my that was my my science project was just a deep dive on five different characters and how every character from different ethnicity, to different backgrounds, to different sex, how how their line stories just go completely the opposite, where Superman is, uh, you know, storyline is not the same as Wonder Woman, which is not the same as Daredevil, Batman, you know, so comic books have been a big part of my life, so I think if you are patient, and you really want something, you will you will do it, if you really want to, and it's, it's hard man it's hard i mean especially now when you see youtubers get super successful and millionaires from because they prank people like there's no set of skills besides you know you know what i'm saying like, I'm, it's, I, like it's cool that's and that's your if that's your route i'm,
0: I'm guilty me cool. and some colleagues tried that prank channel shit before and and i'm guilty of it and some of it was funny but it, it didn't it works, take off for us
1: I tried vlogging for one day or two and I was like, I feel like a fucking ass. Who gives a shit of what I'm doing all day? I should, you know what? I should do like a fake vlogger where I was like, hey man, just here making a sandwich.
0: Right. Like, who cares about
1: <laughs> what they do? No one. Who gives a shit? You know?
0: Well, I mean, you know, some people do. And, but but sometimes like that vlog, I think some of those kids were lucky because they were already rich and they were already doing just having like an extraordinary surrounding. And yeah, there's
1: and, like 20 year olds that have done shit that I've never even done yet. Because, yeah. Because, you know, I'm like, hey, I can't go to Italy just on a whim, you know?
0: Right. And, but some of them can. And so they're yeah. vlogging, they're, 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 you know, doing TikToks. Back then it was vines. They were doing quick vines that they had all day to do it because they get home from, you know, it's not like they had a part time job after high school yeah, like I they, did. They, they could they, just
1: do whatever they want.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, those and and again i think those people just landed at that point in their time in 2010 2012 2014 where it was like this is the perfect time with the perfect technology with the perfect devices with the perfect platforms like youtube and google and, and and vine and tiktok to do to do that whereas for me man like I got to go out and buy a camera that takes the mini VHS and then I got to upgrade to a, a mini DV camera. Then I, I got to go out and buy shit. And now it's oh, like, yeah, dude, I, I edited
1: my first short film with a VHS and a, and a, and a tape player. <laughs> it was so weird.
0: And then back then you have colleagues, like there was, there was guys, we were trying, we were trying to jump back then. We had a, a couple of VHS cameras and we were trying to jump on the skate, skate tape thing. Oh
1: yeah. And so, good.
0: And so like, you know, I got like four VHS tapes and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm rolling and they're like, no dude, you stop and record. I'm like, there's no, you don't, man. You just, you, you, you keep the camera rolling and the next guy goes to do the trick. i like, we don't have enough VHS tapes. I'm like, dude, you're not thinking right, man. Then we need to go buy more VHS tapes. We can't afford that. Well, we need to make, make it. We, yeah. need to start, we, we need to start, then we need to make ourselves afford it by some side hustles, get together some extra scratch get these tapes because that's not how this thing's done it's all raw footage you're not yeah. going to edit in the camera it's all raw footage you edit afterward and then you put your skate tape to, together and it was just bickering then and it's like finding the right finding the right folks and now it's like every every joe Schmo with an iphone can shoot something
1: yeah Endle-
0: endless endless raw footage and edit on the smartphone
1: oh yeah i've edited shit on my phone i have yeah. too yeah
0: yeah and it's
1: it's great man it's great it's easier it, there's no excuses now it just it makes you know it, it makes everything easier but i mean yeah take some time and do care because just like me there's a billion more people and there's a billion short films and movies and it's like take your time man if you're going to put it on the world take your time i don't know i don't i don't have anything against youtubers like i love uh, Red Letter Media, Ralph the Movie Maker. There's a bunch of YouTube channels that I love, and yeah. I watch every day or whenever they have new videos. So it's it's definitely an, an art form in itself.
0: Listen, you know, what I'm listen, not into that. I'm, not, I'm, uh, I'm not good at it. <laughs> speak, yeah, exactly. Speaking of speaking of YouTubers, I mean, there's a channel called What Culture that I watch. Yeah. They got What Culture Comics, What Culture Wrestling, which I pay a lot of attention to. What Culture Wrestling, what What Culture Comics. They do other other <laughs> sub channels too. Mm-hmm. But they kept, at that, they kept at that grind so much. They started their own wrestling league. What, what culture professional wrestling? <laughs> w, WCPW. Yeah. And they had their own wrestling for like two years. And then I think, I think they got bought out by AEW or something. And so all their wrestlers are now on AEW. And they still got this channel. And it's so well produced, so high, such high quality production shit. But they just started YouTubing because they liked certain subcultures like pro wrestling and comics. They ended up starting their own pro wrestling uh, 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 brand or or their own pro wrestling circuit in in, uh, England somewhere. Yeah. Because they just kept doing it. And then they just kept interviewing wrestlers. They kept making fun of uh, WWE. And they were like, oh, if and someone, I think somebody at WWE said, if you've got it all figured out, then start your own wrestling thing. And they go, okay. And they did. And so, you know, it's just, you never know where something's going to go. And so as far as like this podcast goes, as far as my podcast goes, went, you know, in March, I was like, nothing else is going on. Spamming the shit out of people on LinkedIn. <laughs> or, you I know.
1: Mean, that's, that's how you have to like, hey, man, check. Like I try to support projects. New channels. I try to watch as much as possible. I mean, there's only enough time periods in the day, but I try to watch as much possible.
0: Well, speaking of which, any any plugs, links, socials you want to put out there? All your stuff.
1: Yeah, just uh, Alejandro Montoya Marin. I'm on Instagram. Um, I think that uh, Push Start Films, which is my my production company, we're both on Instagram. Push Start Films, all one word. Alejandro Montoya Marine, one word, and I pretty much. Um, I post there uh, frequently, and that's where I use to promote my projects and upcoming stuff.
0: And the and the graphic novel,
1: and Se- the graphic novel, sequel yeah.
0: sequel to Monday,
1: the sequel to Monday parentheses Tuesday. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I love that up. I love that title, man. That's that's brilliant. Thank you, well, dude. Alejandro Montoya Marin. Yes sir. Now that I, I'll get rid of the gringo pronunciation. I'll make it uh, i I'll, hey, I'll, I'll I'll pronounce I'll pronun- I'll pronounce it right. <laughs> yeah,
1: no hey hey it's 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 not your language. Why 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 would I be offended? It's like, hey guys, just chill. It's
0: I'll try fine. to get I'll, I'll try to be as close as possible. But I Alejandro, I can't I can't thank enough for coming on. Learned a lot. It was a blast. It's a good, I, good hour, good hour plus, you know, that's, that's a nice yeah. meaty chunk there, man. Um, uh, congrats on the, re- <laughs> yeah, man, congrats on the remote directing on the remote film, semi remote film. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Again, it's just showing uh, the due diligence and the perseverance that still makes it happen. Regardless. And congrats on recovering from COVID. That's another thank one. <laughs> Alejandro, can't thank you enough, man. It was a blast. To my viewers, I hope I've earned the privilege of your time and viewership. I know Alejandro has. And until next time, you know what to do.